Well, well, well. If it isn't the quit essential stud muffin, the utensil from the missile, the big daddy from the south, it's your good old friend Uncle Boo, baby, the most recognizable voice in podcasting today. I am the podcasting American dream, Uncle Boo, right up in this motherfucker. And this is Texas Borderline, or Borderline Texas Trash. How is everybody at that today? Oh, you guys ready to get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens, baby? This is Uncle Boo, baby. I'm coming in on some light lining and in the silver saddle, baby, all night long. Here we go. Well, hope everybody's having a good week. <laughs> Had a good work week. Got stuff done. You feel good. You're ready to play hard this weekend. But be safe now. <laughs> yeah, I hope everybody's having a good work week. Hope everybody's been having a good week, period. I hope it's not uh, been a pain in the booty for you. But I got the recording door open, so if you hear any extra noise, it's uh, my daughter Stephanie making a little noise. (laughs) Well, it's uh, summertime here in Texas. Now, I will say, I mean, it's summertime everywhere. I will say that you're in Texas it's weird. It's July and it's not hot. I'm not griping at all. I love it, you know, but I'll keep the door open to keep, help keep it cool in here. So, uh, but like I said, hope everybody's been having a good week. Ready for some uh, fun this weekend to relax, do whatever, spend time with your kids, your family, or just go out to the lake, go fishing, go skip some rock, hit somebody in a canoe. Well, well, if I start getting a little uh, mad, it's because we got a little studio cat that just came in, and he likes to attack my feet. So, if you hear me giggling or going, stop it, quit, it's me telling the cat, uh, cat to quit. Yeah, he's been a little hell on the wheels running around. Being a little ass. If uh, I've been putting pictures on him on uh, Instagram. If you go to my Instagram, Borderline Texas sixty nine, you can uh, see the cat on there. <sighs> well, let's dive into it. Like, oh, uh, do want to say uh, thank you for everybody for downloading all the time, listening to me. I love it. Appreciate it. Thanks for the subscribe buttons. Thanks for the likes and uh, <clears throat> thank you for everything, man. My audience is growing. Everything's growing. It's a podcast is looking good so far. And we got a, oh, I'll tell you that good news at the end of the program. <laughs> well, I hope everybody's having fun and good week. Like I said, this is Uncle Boo, baby, with some borderline Texas trash. You know what we always start out with on top of the show? We always start out with some freaking stupid news, baby. I got some good stuff for you today, but I'm kind of disappointed. Usually it's not that hard to find just stupid news, but I don't know. Maybe people are waking up and they're not being so stupid. Oh, that would be nice, but I just don't see that happening. I'm sorry, Clarice, I don't. Okay, the first one is a woman on a flight from Dallas to Charlotte, North Carolina, on July 6th, the woman was duct taped to her chair. She had a uh, meltdown and was trying to open the, the doors on the plane, like the ones that you exit and enter in. Yeah. So, 
they uh, duct taped duct taped her because she was going freaking nuts. So they duct taped her duct duct taped her to the chair. And there's a picture that's going around the internet too. And I think there's a YouTube video. But yeah, you got to go pretty ape shit on a plane to get duct taped to that motherfucker. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I was a bad kid back in my day, but I wasn't that damn bad. Woo! I know my mom probably wanted to do that to me a lot. <laughs> All right, let's go with number two. Mother of the groom attacks the couple in the middle of the ceremony in India. Well, she was pissed off because, uh, well, too, in India, they still do the uh, old, it's not, I mean, the uh, they still kind of do the, you know, the how do you call it? The weddings where your daughter is going to marry my son and da-da-da-da. One of them kind of weddings. Whatever they call them. But, yeah, they still do that a lot with some of the higher-up, you know, people. Well, apparently at the wedding, the uh, old mother-in-law didn't like her uh, new daughter-in-law. So she, she started attacking her right in the middle of the fucking ceremony. It was funny. Yeah, she gets up and just... uh. Gets her shoe or something and starts wailing its chick. I mean, just out of the fucking blue. See, right there just goes to show you that you don't have to be a redneck from Texas or from the South to pull your fucking shoe off and hit somebody. Well, well, well. Go with number three. Oh wow, this one's pretty cool. I forgot about this one. A fisherman catches a uh, a thousand pound tiger shark off the coast of Galveston. Yeah, a thousand pounds, man. What? <clears throat> and he caught it on rod and reel, of course. But imagine a fucking setup that guy had to catch that big bastard. What was his test line? Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, about a 200-pound test today. I'll, I'll see how that does. I mean, Jesus Christ. What'd you pull this son bitch up with? A damn cable? That's crazy. Imagine how long it took that guy to get that fucking shark in. Yeah. It is crazy. Oh, and number four. The avocado farmers... Are uh, starting to take arms and carry guns against the hotels, what the cartels. Well, apparently, the cartels, of course, that's uh, they always look they're kind of like they're they are the mafia basically, but just they're in Mexico, so they're called cartels. But they're in <coughs> to making money any free way they can without having to do shit, just making easy money. It's all about the greens well they're starting to uh try to get into the avocado trade with some of these farmers in mexico and they're like we're not taking that shit this is ours and yeah pretty crazy man yeah there's these farmers running around with ak-47s and shit and yeah crazy oh and uh number five Well, okay. Free meat for a year is offered at the JPS Meat Company in Colorado. Yeah, that's what this company's doing to get their uh, employees to uh, 
take the va- the vaccination because they're not making it mandatory. They said to take it, but you know they really would appreciate it if you would. It's like, well, you're not fired if you don't do this, but you'll be swabbing the deck for the rest of your career here. Yeah, that's how these fuckers are, man. But yeah. Sorry, I didn't put my phone phone on mute. I'm not stopping recording tonight. Usually I do and it messes me up and I stay up all night. I'm going to get this done and be a good boy today. Because I'm a good boy. But yeah, that company's offering free meat to anybody who gets a vaccination. Now, come on, man. I mean, it's still the person's choice to have the fucking body. I mean, to have the body to take the shot or not if they want to. It's not anybody else's choice but their own, man. Really pisses me off. But yeah. I mean, it's just so epidemic thing is just a bunch of bullshit man it's gotten way out of hand it's gotten dumb and then of course everybody was drinking the biden punch when he's like i have a plan i have a way to get out of this and then he becomes president and goes sorry you're fucked there's nothing wow oh and uh i don't know how many of y'all cover wrestling but we lost a really good legend this week uh paul orndorff man mr wonderful i don't know if you remember him but he wrestled. He had a. He was in the first uh, WrestleMania, and I believe the second one. I know. I know he was in the first one for sure. He was in that one with uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, but yeah, he passed away at seventy-one. Man, I know people can't live forever, man. But cherish what you got, man. Tell the people you love them. Don't be dickheads and douchebags to them and make them cry, because all that shit's gonna come back to you someday. <clears throat> and I don't know what it is. I've been seeing a lot of uh, karma kind of stuff happening here lately to people that's been douchebags. Sorry, I had to get a drink of my water. Okay, I guess we can't go... Okay, I guess... um... Like I said, yeah, Mr. Paul Orndorff died, man. He was a good wrestler, good old chumley man. I really liked him. So just remember, guys, tell the ones you love, you love them more often because life's too short, baby. Just remember that. Well, now I think we're going to break into our bat. Oh, yeah, that, that segment of the show is brought to us by Security Finance. You need a loan, go see Carrie at Security Finance. Tell them. Borderline Texas trash sit, trash sent you, and uh, tell her Uncle Boo sent you. All right, we're gonna go back in history today to 1987. The top music of the day was the number one song. We're gonna start out at number one and go down to ten. Oh, I didn't write my time down. You dirty boy, you. You're dirty. You're dirty. <laughs> okay. Let's go here. Okay. Gonna, like I said, go with number one and number ten. Uh, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bengals. Remember that song? Walk Like an Egyptian. I did like them chicks. They were hot. I was a kid when they came out, and they were just smoking hot to me. 
Number two is Alone by Heart. Remember that one? How do I get you alone? They were uh, cute, but I really liked that uh, guitar player. She was hot. She still is. Another one is Shakedown by Gregory Abbott. I'm not too sure about that one. Number four is I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. I know everybody remembers that one. I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah. Number five is Nothing Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship. Remember that one? They can build this wall together. Send this cloud forever. Nothing's gonna stop us now. It was kind of a douchebag song. But uh, it was alright. Number six. Here I go again. Uh, White Snake. Remember that? Here I go again on my own. Had that good looking chick, Jessica. Can't remember her last name. Dancing on the cars. You know, she passed away about a year ago, I think. A year or two ago. She was still smoking hot. Uh, Number seven is... That's... uh, Oh, that's the way it is. Bruce Hornsby in the range. Number eight, Shakedown, Bob Seger. You remember that one? Shakedown, breakdown, takedown. Everybody walks into the crowd alive. Remember that one, guys? Number nine is Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. And I know everybody remembers that one. You've got to. (coughs) Johnny used to work on the docks. You know the rest. Finish it. And number 10 is La Bamba by Los Lobos. Remember the movie La Bamba? I love that song. I'm probably one of the few white boys that know that song. Bala 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 bamba. Bala 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 bamba. Let me see. Munevos carreras. Un mundo escandelas. Poitirian tirian. Alibali arriba. I probably butchered that, but hey, I tried. All right, the top movies from 1987 was Three Men and a Baby. Everybody remembers that one. Fatal Attraction. That's where that guy had a mistress and the bitch went crazy on him. Uh, Number three is Beverly Hills Cop 2. Four is Good Morning America. I mean, Good Morning Vietnam. Vietnam. That was a good movie. Moonstruck. You share... Then you got The Untouchables. That was awesome. You got The Secrets of My Success. Then you got uh, Stakeout. Lethal Weapon. That was a good one. And of course, you got Dirty Dancing coming in number 10. But here's some other good movies that came out that year that didn't make the top 10. Monster Squad. That was a damn good movie. I loved that when I was a kid. I still do. My kids watch it all the time. We got Full Metal Jacket. That movie's awesome. We have Predator. Remember? You were an ugly son of a bitch. Then you got La Bamba, Robocop, and Eddie Murphy Raw. Now, that was funny. That's back when Eddie was funny and would get dirty. You know. I'm not saying you gotta be dirty to be funny, but he ain't that funny when he's not being himself. But who knows? Maybe the clean version is himself. Ah, did you ever think of that?
I know I did not. Okay. The top vehicles from 1987 was number one to ten. The Buick, the Cadillac, the Chevrolet, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Dodge, Ford, and Lincoln, baby. The average uh, income from 1987 was $24,350. Rent was three ninety-five. New cars were 10 uh, The lowest end income car was 10305 bucks. Gas was $0.89. Cents. Stamps was $0.24. Cents. And a new house would cost you $127,000. Man. That's really buying something way above your pay range if you only make 24000 a year. <sighs> yeah. It's pretty uh, narcoleptic crazy if you ask me, fella. I'll make sure I wrote my time down on that. Because time sure is going by fast because we're having so much goddamn fun, man. Sorry about that. I was getting some more caffeine. Okay. <clears throat> well, here's the uh, debut of the te the um, Canadian the Canada Love Triangle by Borderline Texas Trash. It's my long-awaited debut, guys. Everybody ready? Drum roll, please. Borderline Texas Trash proudly present, presents their first written, I don't know, novel. The Canada Love Triangle by Uncle Boo. Okay, here we go. I'm going to make sure everything's right before I start. Okay. Hmm, where to begin? I am Derek Campbell. I'm 37. I live in Clawfit, Sac... Uh, Sas it, it, it isn't Sasatoo. Uh. Anyways, he lives in Gavalent, Canada. Oh, he lives in Gallivant, Satchatoon, Canada. So... Sorry, Clawvent, Satchatoon, Canada is where I live. Sorry if I butcher that shit. Uh, I have been married to my wife, Ava Campbell, since uh, May of 2011. I do love her, but we have problems like everyone else. But it is what it is, yeah. Sometimes... I wonder why I'm with her. We uh, live with her grandpa. He is a good man. Uh, we moved in after grandma died. Well, I moved in after uh, she passed. Uh, Ava was already living there with her daughter, Heather. She's a good girl. She uh, She's 14, you know, just a normal junior high kid. Thinks they know it all. But we're all pretty lucky because her dad's still in the picture, and he's a pretty cool dude. He ain't a jerk or nothing, so that, that that's a plus. Well, 
Our marriage started, you know, just great like everybody else's. Well, then life happens and you get caught up in everyday life. And then you kind of start drifting apart. You don't mean to, but it just happens, you know. Well, you know, but I still love her, and we still love each other. But we just fight sometimes, and then, of course, you know, I'm the only one in the house that's working. She doesn't. I tried to uh, talk to her about it, bring it to her attention, but she just shouts, uh, she just shuts down. Then she reverses it like I hurt her feelings, and uh, she uh, gets mad and screams, get out, get out, get out. Well, then I just get in the car, ride around for a while till she gets her daughter to text me and say, okay, you can come home now. I love you. And, you know, but it's more my fault, too. I'm not perfect, you know, because, you know, I'm human. I fuck up. I'm not I'm not the best. But I try. So, if you guys uh, stick around, keep listening to the show. That's just a little tidbit. We're going to leave off right there where he was at. And let me remind everybody. He was right here at... She reverses it like I hurt her feelings. Then she uh, gets mad and uh, says, get out, get out, get out. So I get in my car and drive around the neighborhood until she calls. All her daughter calls me and says, it's time to come home. I love you. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, so that's where we left off. I'm going to do a little more next time. I'm working on this little by little. I don't want to do too much. Now, next week, I probably won't. I'll give you a little tease here. But sounds like to me he's right there at the point where he's been married, you know, since 2011. And he's pretty uh, bummed where he is in life. And, <clears throat> you know, he kind of goes on more about why it's his fault, too. I mean, he ain't, he ain't perfect if once you get reading more to the story. So, yeah. But I'm glad y'all are enjoying the show so far, my little friends. Well, that was the uh, first little segment of... Sorry, the first little segment of the Canada Love Triangle. Hope you enjoy it. It's going to be good. I'm going to break it up some so it's not so... Sorry, I had to get a drink of water and let me clear my throat. Oh, you guys are amazing. Anybody ever tell you that, you silly goose? Okay, guys, since it's summertime, I got a list of the top 10 places in the U.S. to go swimming. And these are all natural. These ain't swimming pools and luxury hotels. This is nature, man. Mother fucking nature. You dig it? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Okay, going from 1 to 10. Barton Springs Pool in Austin, Texas. 
It stays a constant 68 to 71 degrees, and it's like a three-acre spread. Now, I've been to that one because I used to live in Austin, and it's pretty cool, and that motherfucker is cold, I will warn you. But on a hot summer day, you get used to it quick, and it does kind of feel nice. You know, it don't sound cold, but it's pretty chilly, pretty nipply. But yeah, if you're in the Austin area, you've probably heard about that place, but go check out Barton Springs Pool. Number two is the Santa Rosa Blue Hotel. Oh, the Santa Rosa Blue Hole in Santa Rosa, New Mexico. It's a pretty much a spring. It's a blue hole. I mean, you can swim in it, but it's mostly a uh, for diving and cave exploring, you know, all them underground caves. But it's the uh, Santa Rose Blue Hole in Santa Rosa, New Mexico. Then we had the Queen's Bath in Kauai, Hawaii. By it's right there by the ocean, and what it is, it's all these the lava that's been down the ocean and it's cooled off, and it's made these pools. Well, there's life in there, but you got to watch out because during the high tide, the water comes in and it beats you up against them rocks, and that uh, lava rock's sharp and it'll cut you up, and you know. So you got to go. I think when they, they said it's low tide. But don't forget about the Queen's Bath. Then we got the... Uh, the Forks... Oh, Forks Williams. Hmm. Oh, yeah. This is uh, in Williams. I'm sorry for smacking. This is uh, Paradise Forks in Williamson, Arizona. Now, this one, you have to repel down to go in to swim. So, if you're not a, a climber, a hiker, and all that, I, they, they don't recommend going here. But it's fucking beautiful. It's so nice. Then we have the Homestead, cra- uh, the Homestead, the Homestead Crater in Midway, Utah. It's another one of them diving holes, mostly. It's not much of a swimming hole for regular folk. A lot of the diving people go there to go to the caves and stuff. Then we have the Boiling River in Yellowstone. And it stays pretty warm, not hot, smoking hot, but it stays kind of warm. But they recommend uh, watch the current because it gets pretty strong and it'll carry you down there and drown you. Then we have the Warren Falls in Warren, Vermont. It's a dive. It's a diving cliffs, which means is it's got a lot of waterfalls and places for you to jump into the water. I mean, it's not real tall. It's not like you know real cliff jump uh, divers. It's just little platforms you can jump off of that's naturally made in the uh, cliffs by the rocks on the waterfall. It's pretty cool. The Warren Falls. Don't forget in Warren, Vermont. Then we got the Madison Blue Spring uh, State Park. It is 100 foot wide, and it's in Florida. And it's really clear, and it stays a uh, normal 68 to 70, they said. Now, that one's pretty uh, open to mostly just regular swimmers. There ain't many things for divers to go explore. It's just a regular old, regular old watering hole. It ain't very deep. Okay, we're going to go with the uh, Sliding Park 
Brevard in North Carolina. Anyways, yeah, it's the Sliding Rock uh, Water Park. Well, it's not really a water park. It's a state park, but it's a... It's a slide made from the rocks, and you have the years of the water falling down, and it's like 60 feet long, and it's a fucking just a straight slide, and it constantly has water coming down it. And you can slide on it, and there's enough water coming down that pushes you down to where it ain't going to, you know, give you an ass burn or, you know, do your cheeks on there like a cheese grinder, you know, grind your booty off. But, yeah, that one looked pretty cool, too. It looked very, very, very sweet. Mm, mm, mm. Love my coffee late at night Man I feel good on this podcast I hope y'all are digging it Sorry if it's a little shitty this week Like I said I'm going to work on that story more I'm just trying, trying to feed you out But like I said I'm going to get back to doing 45 minute to an hour podcast Again because I enjoyed it It's just It was rough for a little bit I got a little bummed when Ashley left and all that So yeah, but it's all right. She'll be back someday, maybe, baby. But yeah, she's doing good though. She's still working. She's uh got another dog. She's uh raising a rescue cat, and yeah, and we got one of her rescue cats too. The uh, cat I talked told you, uh, Bagel. Go on Instagram, check it out. You'll see him there. Um, yeah, she'll be back though. But this is the last part of the show where guys, I'm gonna ask you, you know. Let's all just open up and uh, open up our eyes and realize what's going on in front of us. And I hope we will. I hope we will soon, because it's getting ridiculous. I mean, they're shoving that get the vaccine down your throat and all that. And, but I have noticed, and I think it's pretty awesome and funny. Um, nobody hardly wears their mask anymore. You know, and they don't talk about the numbers as much anymore. It's kind of funny, though, during the uh, presidential crap, it was either the riots they would show you or the vaccines. You know, but people say, I'm the crazy dumb one. I'm just saying, let's open up our eyes as a nation and stand up to Big Brother. Kick him in the nuts for once and say, hey, it's about the little man, not you, you fucking rich fuck. Screw you, corporations. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Now we're gonna have a lot to bitch about this week. Just the same old stuff, man. I'm not. It, it ain't even worth me griping about really politics and all that. It's really not because it's just. It's to the point now. If you don't agree, then that makes you an asshole, and you're the so. Let's just try to be nice. I'll talk a little bit of politics still, but not much. So yeah, but hey, you know, football season's coming around the corner. I know a lot of people how they feel about it. I'm gonna talk about it some because I like football and I like giving the Sooner fans and the A&M fans and the Cowboy fans shit when their team loses because it's just all in having fun. You know what I mean? But I'm hopped up for UT this year. They got some good good kids coming up, new coaches. So I'm excited. I'm ready for it, guys. <sighs> And man, the I, I'm so happy to watch events on TV now, <laughs> where they have um, actual uh, people in the stands. Now it's so fucking cool. 
There's actually people at these games and stuff. Wrestling's starting to have people come back. And um, it's awesome to watch these people watch something sit shoulder to shoulder, not wear a mask and not worry about, oh, or are you Black Lives Matter? Or are you a Democrat? Or are you Republican? Oh, are you white? Are you black? It was nice to watch people actually get the fucking together like adults and cheer for one thing. And have that one thing in common and not worry about being separated by anything. Just being there for one reason to watch your favorite team play a fucking game. Why can't we get back to that? That was so awesome to watch. You know, because there's people of all colors, people of all ages. And I'm pretty sure everybody had their different political backgrounds. But it was awesome to see them pull all the bullshit aside, get together and watch a sport or watch something and enjoy yourselves. Have fun. Get out of the fucking house. You know? But it's just crazy. Crazy, I'm telling you. You know, that uh, that shot, you know, it ain't 100% at fucking all. You know? At all. You know, I'm still, like I said, weary. But, I mean, I guess what's the point in bitching? I mean, we do have a voice and it does need to be heard, but I don't know sometimes. But I'm not going to lose my will to fight and keep preaching. Keep talking, baby. Whew. But hey, you know, you guys uh, keep checking out my Instagram. I keep posting stuff up there. I do live stuff. I'm going to start doing more live stuff. So don't forget about that. I'm planning to do one here in a minute. Uh, but yeah. Oh, and uh, the good news is um, we got invited to to be on a brand new platform that's coming out. It's not here yet, but it's going to be coming out. It's going to be called a Wisdom app, and they're going to have it's another podcast and a platform. And they stretched the hand out to us, to me, said they like what I'm doing with the show. They uh, think it's pretty cool. They like my comedy. So we're going to see where it goes. And I don't try to be too funny funny. I don't try to be corny funny. But I know the dad side comes out of me sometimes, and I make stupid dad jokes probably, but I can't help it. I can't. Well, I hope you guys continue having a good uh, week and a weekend, or whenever you hear this, continue having a good day. I appreciate you listening <coughs> to the show, baby, to the most recognizable voice and podcast in the day, baby. This is Uncle Boo, the man who's coming in on some lining on a silver saddle, baby. Ooh, we're going to get some funky monkeys up in here. We're going to get down and proud on some borderline Texas trash. I hope you all like my dusty impression. Sounds more like the water boy. Ah, ah. But yeah, you guys be good. Uh, love each other. And I love you guys. Thank you for all the likes, the sub- some set of subscribes I've been getting, uh, and all that good shit. And sorry sometimes on here if I sound like uh, stuttering Stanley, but hey, I guess I still get nervous on here, and I've been doing this for over a year, especially now since Ashley's gone, and I do it by myself, and I'm trying to relax more than I sometimes come on a little too weird ding-dong-ish, but I don't give a shit. I'm trying, you guys. But hey, I do it for you guys. Y'all keep coming back. Y'all keep listening. You're the reason I do it, man. Well, I'm going to get off of here. I'm going to quit bugging you. I got to uh, get this sucker done, get it ready for you for Friday. Um, I'm going to start having better and more material. So, yeah. But don't forget, check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much any platform and all that. So, hey, 
There you go. That's where we're at. Come check us out. And this has been Uncle Boo, baby, with Borderline Texas Trash. Hope you enjoyed the ride, baby. Next time you come back, we might give you dessert. But this has been Uncle Boo, and we are out of here. You slick, rick, and mother-loving, loving, 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 loving. Bye.